because they say anything can happen on Wrestle Lost. Welcome to Wrestle Lost Falls. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestle Lost. What a fucking week! <laughs> Get it going. Yes. Here's Johnny. Both in, in in shows and news. Yes. It it's uh my mind is still blown from everything that has happened. So yeah. Um well first uh so some lighter news of the week. Jonathan Gresham has signed with Impact <clears throat> after months of not hearing from him. So yeah, he's now on Impact. Uh, let's see Well, okay, okay. So we the the week started out by uh, the announcement that Matt Riddle has been suspended from WWE mm-hmm. uh, for for violating the the wellness policy. Said so this was his second violation in in the last few months. The first was back in. Back around August time, which is why he, he wasn't able to face Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. Uh, but this has to be a violation for, for something else other, other than weed because WWE doesn't, they no longer care about their wrestlers' <coughs> marijuana. I don't know what this what it could have been, but. Uh, he's also, he's currently in rehab right now, so uh, uh, hopefully he gets the uh, help he needs because that's the option he was given rehab or 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 being fired, similar to what what Jeff Hardy got in the past. Yeah, as, as far as what what the substance was, me personally, I don't need to know. Yeah, that's. To, to me, it doesn't matter what it is. What matters is that he's getting the help. He decided to go to rehab. And that's going to help him out. Because I, I've seen a lot of people go through different substance abuse problems and come out better on the other side of it. So I just hope, I just hope it works for him. Because as Zach said, he's he's a, such a good wrestler. He's talented as fuck. So yeah, just hope he gets cleaned up, man. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that that'll be the case. Some uh, more information has come out uh, as far as Sasha Banks goes. Uh, apparently, her. Uh, her release from WWE was actually uh, negotiated months ago, but she's still uh, listed on the roster uh, for, for WWE. But that that'll probably change after January first because 
starting January 1st when she's going to be able to take wrestling bookings again. And we've mentioned that she's going to be on, at Wrestle Kingdom 17 on January 4th, which she's going to uh, most likely challenge uh, Kyrie in backstage for, for the for the, the IWGP Women's title. She does have several New Japan dates set up uh, going forward. And speaking of Kyrie, mm-hmm. there's also a word that come out that WWE is actually interested in bringing her in for the Women's Royal Rumble. But this decision came out before she won the IWGP Women's Title, so we'll see if that if that plays in, into into their final decision or not. I hope it doesn't. I I, I would like to see see the uh, forbidden door open uh, wider than than it has been. Well, they did bring in Carl Anderson with the Ted. New Japan title, so <laughs> yes, and uh, in fact, Carl Anderson wasn't on Raw this week because he was in Japan. He 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 attacked uh, Tamatanga and at, at an event to set up their match for the Never Open Weight title at Wrestle Kingdom. In fact, New Japan have released the full card for Wrestle Kingdom, and I'll go ahead and read that out to you. Because, like we've mentioned before, we're going to do a, a live watch along. <laughs> in the oh, early, early, real early watch along. Early hours of January 4th. <laughs> okay. So, uh, obvious ones that have been mentioned uh, the IWGP title match between uh, World Heavyweight title between Jay White and Kosisko Okada. Okada won the G1 climax, so that was his. What he got for winning that. Uh, we got the IWGP Junior Heavyweight the title match between. Uh, okay, we. Let's get the line. Hold on. Okay, Taiji Ishimori is going to defend against Hiromu, Hiromu Takahashi. We have. That obviously the U.S. title match between Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega. Uh, we have uh, another uh, in the series of Great Muda retirement matches. Uh, KG Muda's uh, Hiro Hiro I mean uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. And Shota Unina are going to take on are going to uh, take on Tessie Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. That's going to be a six man. And never open weight. We've mentioned that Carl Anderson against Tam Tonga. Uh, New Japan World Title or. Yeah, in, in, in JBPW World Title, which uh, is the strong title, it's Ren Narita against Zack Sabre Jr. We have IWGP Women's Title, uh, which uh, Kyrie is going to defend against 
against Nakata uh, against Tam Nakato. Which I'm glad I saw that name because I was gonna say Bo Nakato, but that was like thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh we have uh IWGP junior tag tag titles on the line, which is uh, gonna be Francesco Akira and TJP are going to defend against Leo Rush and YOH. Uh, we got the Antonio Inoki Memorial six-man tag. It is Makabe, Satoshi Kojima, and... And Yuji Nagata versus versus Tatsumi Fujinami, who, by the way, I think is pushing seventy. <laughs> Minero Suzuki and Tiger Mask. So sound like sound like three murder grandpas right there. <laughs> it's the geriatric I, society. I don't think Tiger Mask is that that old. No. <laughs> uh, and the. Uh, the opening match is going to be the the KOPW King of Pro Wrestling uh, 2022 New Japan uh, Rambo, and that's that's the uh, and that's the uh, Battle Royal that I mentioned in the past. So that's your that's your card for Wrestle Kingdom. Sounds like it's a pretty stacked card. And yeah, it, it's going to be a very well paced show. That's the thing about New Japan and AEW. They know how to pace their shows really good. Yeah. So even though it sounds like a lot of matches, it, it's going to be real in your face, real fast paced. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. <clears throat> yes. Now, that's going to be awesome. But now to the not so awesome news of the week. We start off on Tuesday. So Monday we had the, the news of the real, real suspension. Tuesday we had the news. Another Wall Street Journal article came out about Miss McMahon saying that two uh, two of the, the women who accused him have filed a lawsuit, one being Rita Chatterton for $11.75 million. And in that same article... It was said that uh, Vince McMahon uh, wants to come back to, to WWE. Now, now <laughs> if he does come back, I don't know. He does own 80% of the shares. And the only way he can come back in is if he's voted in by the board. And from what I've heard is that there isn't... Uh, well, FIFA Select uh, said that there were that they asked lots of different staff and talent backstage. No one, no one wants Vince back. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ratings are up. The morale backstage is up. The stock is up. The product's better. <laughs> and and you and if Vince does come back, this could potentially damage the company. I mean, not only. Would the stock price go down, and and the and the ratings go down, and the quality of show would go down because he'll probably take over creative again. But also, this could hurt hurt them as far as 
if they want to sell the company here in a couple of years. And also, you know, you may see sponsors pulling out. It, it, this could have it could have irre- irreversible damage to the company. I just wanted to get y'all y'all's thoughts on that. Andrew? <laughs> they would be crazy to let him back in. <laughs> they would be out of their bloody minds. <laughs> so, so this is according to Vince. He said that he he received some bad advice when it came to him stepping down. No, that was that was whoever told you that 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 was good advice. <laughs> that was the best, best advice thing you could do world. for the company. And that he thinks that if he would have stayed on, that all these allegations would have blown over. I don't no. think. So. No, they would have got worse. Yeah. If anything, there would have been more. Just yeah. saying. He might be old, but... Evidently, he's senile, too, if he thinks all yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. There, I, I have a feeling there would have been a lot more happening in the future. So it, stepping away was the best thing he could have done. And him thinking that that was a mistake because of some bad advice he was given, he's in complete denial and is trying to work his way back in and justify it by telling himself that. We have enough problems going on with some other shit that has happened. Nothing as serious as this stuff with Vince, but don't add fuel to the fire. Like, we're starting to move away from everything that happened. The last thing we need is for it to come back up by him returning. Yeah. We're about to head into the first ever WrestleMania season without Vince McMahon. I hope so. (laughs) That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I hope so. Because like Zach said in the chat, no, no chance. No chance in hell. (laughs) (laughs) That's the mentality. You got to use his own shit against him. That's what it said in your music. Now you're going to get the exact same treatment. You want to come back? No chance in hell. Go back home. Okay. And, but the news didn't stop there. If this, year of 2022 and wrestling couldn't have gotten any crazier and we thought we thought the news was over we we still have i mean we we still have two weeks left in the year but usually by now all the the big news stories have wound down (laughs) but no uh so on tuesday uh sean rassap released a spoiler for nxt saying that that Manny Rose was going to lose the the NXT Women's Title to so Roxy or Roxanne Perez, which wasn't supposed to happen until their New Year's Evil show on January 10th. <clears throat> but so she lost that. Uh, apparently, Mandy wasn't aware of this uh, up until she was told about it. But then Wednesday came. And Wednesday, Mandy Rose was released from WWE. 
reasons being because Mandy Rose hasn't has a third a third party site on a site called Fan Time. Uh, similar, it's similar to OnlyFans, except uh, uh, they were WWE was told it, and it was first leaked by Matt Bloom to to Shawn Michaels that Mandy was doing some inappropriate, uh, taking part in inappropriate acts on on her site with some some questionable videos and pictures. Which I mean, by the way, that it's that's her business what she wants to do and literally business because apparently this site is bringing her what i'm hearing up to a half a million dollars a month because she she charges 30 dollars and i'm i'm not sure what her subscriber count is but i know her her followers are in in the thousands on the site uh so the, now WWE had already known she had this site for a while now, but the problem was Mattel uh, also found issue with this, and you know Mattel they make the they make the wrestling figures for WWE, and I guess Mandy Rose had one had a figure, so they say you know what we we can't have any wrestler doing this. And we continue to work with you. So, of course, just just like in retail, you know, vendors are in the store. And in in this case, sponsors run WWE. So, you know, the sponsors won. So Mandy, get, they got rid of Mandy. So I've heard a couple of different things. The obvious story that has been told, which Johnny mentioned, is that Mattel had something to do with it because of all the toys they make and the friend, the kid-friendly content they try and push with WWE still, even though they're starting to move away from it a little bit and going more Attitude-era style shit is what they're trying to do. They're trying to push both narratives, and to me, that just won't work. Either you want to keep it kid-friendly, or you want to grab the demographic of teens to adults. Which one do you want? I personally think both of them can't be done. No. And... To have this happen and to release Mandy over her taking responsibility for her body and throwing what she wants out there when WWE is capitalizing and was capitalizing on her sexuality. They were pushing that agenda. They made her a sex symbol in WWE. Yeah, they, they even went as far as telling other people, like like uh, uh, Athena or or Ember uh, uh, Moon, telling her that she needs to be more she uh, more pretty, like Mandy. 
she needs to dress more pretty, like or more, you know, more sexier, like Mandy. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on this, but before I get into my thoughts, uh, I want to see what Andrew thinks of it. Damn. <laughs> I can see both sides of the argument. I truly can. If she's doing adult theme stuff and your name's connected to that as she's signed with WWE, that's not good. But then again, she's an adult. She can do what she wants. Well, I don't know if she can do both though. And and here is the argument that some people are making. So, WWE fired her over all of this shit. Yet, the argument's still still there of them being independent contractors. Independent contractors can go out. And but if she was an independent job. contractor, she could go work for another company, too. Exactly. Exactly. If she signed with WWE, she can't go work for another wrestling company. So, no, she is not an independent contractor. If she was an employee, if they gave her benefits. Yeah. No. That's so, different. So, I think... I but think Mandy, still, if, she, if she's an independent contractor, she can't work. She can work for other people, too. Yeah. But so if I, she signed a contract with WWE exclusively, she's not an independent contractor. It's like... I'm watching... The football games on right now, they're signed to a team. They can't go and work as another team. They're not independent contractors. They no, signed that, a contract with us with a specific team yeah, or a specific wrestling company. They get benefits and all this stuff. They're not independent contractors. They're employees. But that's the thing. <laughs> she's not. I, I, but see, that's that's how WWE contracts work. They're contracts for independent contractors. And I think in this case, I think Mandy could have a lawsuit. I think so, too. Because you're going to... WWE is, like I said, capitalizing, capitalized on her sexuality. That's what they were pushing. Yeah, there's more to it. Like, she's talented. She's got decent moveset. She had decent people around her to where sexuality wasn't the only thing in the long run, but that's how it started out. So you want to say she's an independent contractor, but you don't want her taking other jobs when she really wasn't working for another company. She was working for herself. This is stuff that she was doing for herself. There was no other company involved. All the cameras she used, mics, setup, everything, that's all paid for by her. Okay. This this site she was on, what name was she using? Mandy Sachs. Okay. She wasn't even using... Like the whole name, and that's her real name. Oh, I know. 
Like you don't have ownership over Mandy, the right. name. <laughs> no, but they do have like ownership over the name Mandy Rose. Yeah, Mandy Rose, right. which she was not using. Right. But uh, but like I said, I can see both sides of it. And the the other thing people are saying is this I I know it's a, even I have said this many times. This is a different time. It's not how it used to be. Yeah. It's not like WWE getting Sable, getting Trish Stratus, getting many other of the female talent to post for Playboy if they wanted to. Right. I, I, I but wonder. that was a contract with WWE and Playboy, not by herself and Playboy. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But <laughs> you can't blame someone for doing this and capitalizing on sexuality when you did the same thing in the past. Okay, yeah, but okay, here's the thing. It's the past. It's under a different leadership that they did this. And here's the other thing. S WWE ain't getting money for shit from this. And that and that I think that's the problem they're having there. Is yeah. that as that they but but as long as she's not using man, the name Mandy Rose, they don't have a right to have any any money. Right. Yeah, I th so this is what I'm hearing a lot. WWE says that it's it's very early on, so we have yet to know all of the details. Yeah, but one of the things I'm hearing is. People from WWE are saying that it's not about the money. <laughs> Don't tell me it's not about the money when you're a company that's money hungry. Yeah, I mean, if anything WWE does involves money. Yeah, I mean the main the main catalyst of this is that they, they don't want to lose money from the sponsors. Yeah. So you're telling me. If this, but if, but if this had happened and Mandy came up to them and said, okay, look, I'm making 450000 a month off of subscribers, off of like special request videos, yeah. which people are able to do on there. The person has to agree to it, but not, a lot of the times they do. If Mandy came up to them and said, okay, what if I give you a cut? Some of the money. Let's say 50000 You're telling me WWE wouldn't take it? We don't know. There's no way of knowing. It's money. But you have a company. You want to make it family friendly. You can't do this. Yeah, but I mean, kids—they're—they're not—they're not—you know—they're not going out there and looking for this stuff. Yeah, this is on a, this is behind a paywall. Yeah, like you got to pay to see it, 
And the other issue there was someone who paid for it leaked leaked yes. some pictures. Yeah, the, someone who leaked it, who who paid money for this leaked it out in the first place. That's what started this whole thing. Yeah. So you don't see any of this spicy content unless if you go and pay for it. Because this is something that, that Mandy Rose was doing on, on the download. She wasn't she didn't never advertise it on her Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. You know, this was only by word of word of mouth. As as far as that goes, she did have she does have the link on her Instagram. Okay, but she didn't. She doesn't okay. advertise it. Though. Yeah, but she. Yeah, she doesn't say. You know, hey, follow this link in my bio. You know? Yeah, she never. I believe she said it once, and that was it. And then it just spread. So, it, it's a weird situation, but, but like I said, I can see both sides of it. Seeing, <laughs> seeing what. It's just getting bigger from here. Like she went from charging thirteen dollars a month to thirty, and she, and it's going to be worth it to those that are subscribed and that want to pay the thirty dollars a month because now that she has no ties to WWE, she's going <laughs> to make even more money. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure once she was released, her her. Her subscriber account went went through the roof. Oh yeah, oh yeah. With all the stories going on about why WWE released her and the type of content she's spreading over there, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy because I did. I, I'm not subscribed because I'm sorry, but. $30 a month is a little too much for me. Yeah. Especially right now in the holiday season. Yes. So I'm not subscribed, but I have heard of some of the some of the content that has been going on over there. And it's it's three simple words. Shower sex scene. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's porn. Let's be real. Penetration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, man. In in the end, no matter what happens, Mandy is gonna be fine. She's gonna make bank. She was making bank to begin with from all of this, and now that she's just increased the price. And that is going to be creating a lot more content because she's got a lot more free time on her hands. And it, it's like Sean Ross Sapp said. At first, she probably had to worry about what she released because of her risking herself in the ring and being bruised up. And people not wanting to see like bruises on her body when she did this spicy content. So now that she doesn't have to worry about being bruised up, as far as wrestling goes, she can be bruised up from other shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just it's just going to create more content, bring in more people to her site, and she's just going to make that much more money. 
she's going to be fine. And people in other companies have the same type of fan sites. They might not go as extreme <laughs> as she does. And that company, AEW, is fine with it. Yeah. And I mean, Ty Mello has, a, has OnlyFans. Yeah. And, you know, Paige continues to do her Twitch. Her yeah. So. yeah, but it depends on what they're doing on those sites, too. Oh, like, they got some adult stuff going on. Like, Tony Storm's got some. Yes. The adult stuff going on on her uh, OnlyFans as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure Tony Storm and Juice Robertson do some things. Yeah, I mean, fuck, I would do some things if I was stuck in that situation. But <laughs> that's, I mean, who wouldn't? In the end, she's gonna be fine. It sucks that she got released, but maybe it was for the best. Cause. Why stick around a company when they're going to stop this other source of revenue that's giving you more money than your actual contract with WWE was giving you? Yeah, I mean, what she makes with this in a month is probably what she gets in a year with WWE. Yeah. So I'm fine with it. I, I was mad at first. But then once I heard all the details that are out as of now, I'm, I I can't be mad at it because she's banking. And, <laughs> like and the I fans said, are happy. And the fans are happy. <laughs> yeah, one way or another, fans are going to get to see Mandy. And all I'm not, of Mandy. All of Mandy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not talking about just on this site. Like... Who knows what's going to happen in the future? Like AEW might come calling. <laughs> some, some people are saying Wicked could come be calling. <laughs> yeah. Some some people are saying if they if they aren't able to lock up Mercedes to be Soraya's partner, this could be another another road they could take. Yeah. They could get Mandy Rose. And Freddie had a good idea to, to how did how you debut her. You know, at, at the beginning of, of her entrance music, it does uh, the whole Mandy. You keep Mandy. that, keep that, and Hell just yeah. change change the music. Yeah, as a big old fuck you to WWE for what you did. You you just have her use the Mandy name. Like she doesn't even have to have a last name, right? Yeah, it can just be Mandy. Yeah, and that's it, man. Or Mandy Sachs. Yeah, <laughs> you can use her real. Yeah, people in AEW can use their real names. Yeah, so she's gonna be fine, man. She's making a lot of money. She's she's very comfortable in her skin, which is more than a lot of us can say. So more more props to her for doing this, man. Yeah, uh, like I was mentioning, is Freddie. If if you're if you're a, a you know a, a woman, and the opportunities to make money on online are are endless. Yeah, I mean nobody's gonna go out there and pay thirty dollars a month to see triggered feet pics. So 
<laughs> Nobody would, wants to see that shit. I mean, they wouldn't have to know they're your feet. You don't have to show your face. It's not, it's just the OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, but when you name that shit triggered, I mean, I got to keep it on brand, right? <laughs> Plus, let's be honest, working retail, being on your feet nine hours a day, yeah. it, 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 then them boys be looking rough. So nobody wants to see that shit. Look at them bloody toes. No, I'm. I'm Toenails looking like corn chips. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. Mind, when the fuck did you see my corn chip toenails? No, Ralph. That, that's a joke from uh, Ralphie May stand up. I know. <laughs> yeah, man. She has nothing to worry about. She's set. So you know, it sucks that. She can't wrestle right now over this, but this can't be it. She's eventually going to go somewhere, I think. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and and we we haven't heard, uh, you know, what her status of no compete is. If she has a, if she has a thirty day or ninety day, if she has a thirty day, I think maybe it might be cutting. Well, let's see, what day was she released on Wednesday? So that was the fourteenth. Uh, well. Uh, yeah, that match with with Soraya is on the eleventh, so she might miss that, even if it is a thirty day. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Or maybe there isn't one. Maybe maybe not. I mean, F FTR didn't get a uh, not compete. And and even okay, so firing aside and everything like that, this isn't like it was a firing under Vince. So he would, it wouldn't, I don't think WWE would be petty like that and throw a non compete on it. If yeah, I was WWE, I would just let it happen. Whatever they're going to do, they're going to do it sooner or later, whether it happened now or after a no compete clause. So just let it happen, man. Just let her do whatever yeah. she wants to do. You can't stop people from doing what they want to do. So that's just my thoughts on that. Yeah. All right. Well, that that was that that was uh, by far, oh, maybe not by far, because of the Vince stuff, but the biggest news story of the week, which. We have two more weeks left in the year. Please, no more, no more big, big news stories. Yeah, we we need to end this year <laughs> as calmly as possible. So, not let's gonna not stir up some more shit. This has been a very crazy year. Yeah, and fuck you, Vince. Stay away. <laughs> so now that we've gone through the news. I'm going to go ahead and go back to Johnny and get his moment for WWE this week. And please, before we get into this, I'm just a, a disclaimer for my own mental well-being. That's <laughs> being nice to me. Oh, no. Oh, oh! You know what? You know what? You know what? Let's just get it over with. <laughs> well, my moment. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna take it back to Saturday, 
uh, uh, deadline uh, as uh, the New Day are are now Triple Crown WWE Tag Champions. They defeated pretty pretty deadly, becoming NXT Tag Champions. I, I like uh, Booker T was was all, all upset because, as it turns out, Kofi has now surpassed him as having the most tag title runs at fifteen. <laughs> with with three three different partners, he he had a, a obviously tag with the New Day, but he's also won tag titles CM Punk and and uh, Evan Bourne. Air Air Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, so, uh, and and actually, Xavier Woods is now is now third place, tied with Kane with, with 12, 12 rings as tag tag champ. Does it? Edge had twelve runs. 12? Yeah, yeah, he uh, yeah he's tied with Edge and Kane. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so so good good for the new day. I think they're just transitional champions, but I think they just wanted to get that accomplish accomplishment there. I I I, I don't see Booker T coming out and trying to trying to one up. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that shit is not gonna happen. But but it it was it was a good match though. So so congratulations to. Yeah, this is this is something that we talked about last week. It was going to be a great match regardless cuz New Day is New Day and them going down to NXT. It, it's always a little bit more freeing for talent to go down to NXT. They have a little bit more freedom to do whatever they want to do down there. So it was going to be a great moment for them regardless, but I think we were all in agreement last week that we didn't see them going over there and actually winning the tag titles. So to actually see it happen was pretty badass. So I'm happy for them, man. It might be transitional. It might not be. Who knows? But for the moment, I'm happy for them. Yeah. And we'll just have to see what what more comes from it. it probably not going to see Big E there anytime soon. But no, unfortunately, it, it's been a while since we've heard any news uh, uh, on Big E. Yeah, so but if he were to make his way back, what would what would be his thing? Would he be able to go down to NXT and maybe challenge for titles down there as well? Maybe There's he was the he was the second NXT champion. Yeah, could be NXT champion again. <laughs> New Day running wild in NXT. I'll fucking take it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, at least it'll get maybe maybe get me watching NXT. Yeah, yeah, definitely might get us to watch at least that part of it. So, yeah, man. That was that was a really awesome moment. As far as my moment, I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not gonna see I see what I'm you're doing. Do you right. know, you can blame Roman for this. I don't. 
All right, Andrew, what's your moment of the week? Because I had a moment all picked out. It was hilarious. It was funny. And it was great. But then Roman had to set up a match with him and Kevin. (laughs) Him and Sammy taking on Kevin and a partner of his choosing. And when he said the date, I knew who he was going to (laughs) pick. I think we all did when he said the last SmackDown of the year. So January, I mean December thirtieth. Yes. <laughs> and then they go out to the ring. They're talking about it, and who pops up on the big screen? <laughs> Cartoon character. <laughs> Freddie's favorite no wrestler. <laughs> the Freddie <fruity> Pebble. <laughs> no, actually, my actually real moment before that was uh, Kevin doing an interview backstage on Monday night hmm. and Elias coming walking up to him and wanting him, Kevin, to have his yeah. back. <laughs> and then Kevin's reaction said, like, why would I have your back? The way you tormented me all summer. Yes. And then he, Elias goes, that wasn't me. That was Ezekiel. And Kevin goes, whether it was or not, the last time you, me and you were in the ring, you hit me with the guitar, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and, I and, in the, in the end, Kevin actually did come out and save him. Yeah. But then he stunned he gave, him. So. He gave him the stunner. <laughs> then he gave him the stunner. So, yeah. My actual moment was Kevin and Elias backstage. That was hilarious. I yeah. Loved I, it. I, I, I like that Kevin is still able to like bring up the past, like, like it, you know, like it, like it never, like it did happen. Because you know? <laughs> it did happen. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this so much. Oh come on! It's no big deal. It's just one match. Come on. We don't know that. No, it, it's not just one match, from what I'm hearing. Yeah. So I'm just gonna agree and touch on what Zach said real quick. You can see Cena lost lost some muscle mass from being away. He thinned out. He's not all muscled out like he used to be, at least from what I saw. So that's a positive for me because at least he's looking like a weak little bitch. It happens to everybody. (laughs) Yeah, it does. Okay, here's what frustrated me the most. I get it. He's wrestled every year for the last... 20 years. 20 years. So I get it. I get I get it that it's going to happen. I I can't stop it. At least it's going to be against Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. So that's a positive for me. But if it wasn't supposed to happen until the 30th, let's not put them Two weeks before. Yeah, that was the only thing I didn't like. He shouldn't have came out. I should just think he should wait until the night. Yeah. Don't even even announce that he's going to be there on the 30th. Just say say Kevin Owens has to find a partner for that that night and let and then let it be a surprise. Yeah. And 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 here's what pisses me off. 
So we know that whenever Roman Reigns and the bloodline is out there, no matter where they start, it's going to be an awesome promo in the end. It, it's always going to end in spectacular fashion. So to have Cena interrupt the bloodline and it just be your status quo Cena bullshit, that's how you want to end SmackDown? Just uh, I would have just kept it a surprise because yeah. we went from something amazing with the bloodline to just here is the same old bullshit we always hear from John Cena. Yeah, uh, this year WWE is actually giving their their wrestlers a few days off uh, around Christmas. So last night they taped uh, two weeks worth of SmackDown, and Monday they're going to tape two weeks of Raw. So yeah, so the next time they're so they're not going to be live again until that SmackDown. Yeah. Which I, I've heard some stuff already as far as what happened on SmackDown. It, it's it's starting to make the rounds already. The spoilers are out yeah. there. Yeah. And I'm sure by, by Monday night we'll know about those raw spoilers as well. Yeah. So it I, I do know one thing and mm-hmm. I don't know how serious uh-huh. it is. And it doesn't spoil like the ending to a match or anything, because I, I I still don't even know how this match ended. But the one thing I am hearing is that Ricochet got injured. Is that a legit injury? Legit injury, from uh, what I'm hearing. So he, well, you know, you're putting him because. Because you're having a double taping, that means he's having to wrestle twice in one night. Yeah. So, I, I saw the spot, and it could be potentially serious, mm. all depending on how these next couple of days go and what that evaluation comes out to be. But it could be a head injury, and we all know how those go. So it, it doesn't give uh, spoilers as far as ending to a match, but I don't know how serious this injury is. Yeah, yeah because until I hear from a reputable source like Fightful or, or WrestleTalk, I'm, I'm not buying that it's it's a real injury. Yeah. Well, I'm, like the only thing I've heard is that like actual stitches were involved. Uh-huh. So... It could be something. It could just be stitches, for all we know. So we're just gonna we're just gonna have to wait and see what comes from that in the next couple of days. But yeah, man, look, you want to do this John Cena thing? Fine, I can't stop it. Like I said, but to have to interrupt the bloodline two weeks before, when it could have just been kept a surprise or. Could have been built on next week. You don't need a lot of time to build up a John Cena match. It's not like he has anything new to say. He hasn't had anything new to say for 
10 plus fucking years. So why would it change now? See what you did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, WWE. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, wait, your moment. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I want to get my moment in there because we need some fucking positivity for me <laughs> on this bitch. So, <laughs> all right. I am just happy that we finally got to see Uncle Howdy. <laughs> so it it was it ended up being an in ring promo between Bray Wyatt and fuck. Keep on forgetting his name, dude. All this, I've been having this problem all day long. My mind's been blanking a lot. Yeah, it's the. It ended up being a promo between Bray Wyatt and LA Knight, and as Bray went to go get in the ring, LA Knight just attacks him, and he's just stomping a mud hole in the corner into Bray Wyatt. So, all right, Jr. (laughs) <laughs> hey man but am i lying though that's exactly what he was doing he was stopping a mud horn to bray Wyatt, which a lot of people are saying that this is making look this is making la knight look a lot more stronger than bray wyatt but that that's just another layer to this character that we don't know of yet because we haven't seen any physicality from Bray. So we don't know how vicious he's going to be. Well, he's going to be vicious enough. You have to understand he's trying to hold back his whole character right now. is trying to hold back his vicious, his physicality. So it makes sense that he would just sit there in the corner and take it and laugh at LA Knight when he's doing it. Cause he was laughing at him. And, and that's the interesting part to me. Because even though he's he was getting beat down, he was still laughing. So you know he's still got like that little bit of psycho in him. And by little bit of psycho, I mean a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, for him, it is a little bit. Yeah. Everybody I, else would be a lot, but for him, it's just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a lot to me. I enjoy that shit, so it's not a lot to me. Yeah, so he he's getting beat up in the corner, and that's when some different music hits, and we finally get to see Uncle Howdy in the flesh. And I like it. I like it. A lot of people are saying they didn't appreciate the way he handled himself, just that he looked a bit cartoonish as far as his mannerisms and all that shit, that maybe he played it up too much more goofy than anything else. But the characters that Bray Wyatt has always brought out have been more on the eccentric side. This did not surprise me to see him there clapping and, and the whole laughing track over it. I liked it. It 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 fits the bill for a character that Bray Wyatt is going to bring into the fold. And again, this this was just a minute to a minute and a half of Uncle Howdy. So, 
that we're going to dive into it a lot deeper now that we've actually seen him. And this is something that I brought up to Johnny earlier today while we were at work. I want to see now a tag match with Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy versus L.A. Knight and someone. A partner of his choosing, not John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) But... Yeah, I just I just want to see a tag match happen now. I think it would be very interesting. And we also have yet to see what the mind control is between Bray, Uncle Howdy, and Alexa. Yeah. Because they're they're still playing off of that. And it, it's it's a lot of things happening all at once. Because uh mo- mon- Monday Monday on Raw. Uh, Alexa beat Bailey to beat the number one contender for Bianca's title. After the match, she she went to hug Bailey, and then all of a sudden, the the Bray logo flashed on the screen, and uh, Alexa was going to give her the Sister Abigail. But she then, went to the Sister Abigail pose. Yeah, <laughs> but then she realized that what she was doing, and she apologized. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot going on there over both nights, both on Raw and SmackDown. I just I just can't wait to see more physicality from Bray Wyatt, and eventually we're gonna get there. But so who was in the Uncle Audi house too? Well, that that discredited what I thought and what I told you last week that maybe it was Alexa doing <laughs> the attacks. But now that's definitely not her. Based on a tease that we've seen on Twitter, uh, former uh, ROH wrestler Dutch. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, hmm. I think I said her name. Uh, post, he, uh, Dutch posted a, a, a image of himself looking not not necessarily looking like Uncle Howie, but in the same pose. That Uncle Howdy was, and uh, you know, a lot of people are saying that that both Dutch and and Vincent are are going to be a part of this YS six faction. Yeah, but it it being that un- Uncle Howdy is based on the Wyndham family. Like, there's that connection there. I think it should be someone from the family. Yeah. So I, I, I personally agree with Zach. I think it should be Bo Dallas. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people are saying that, that it, it probably is Bo Dallas. Yeah. So as long as, as long as it's Bo Dallas, it being the only character that's actual family, I think it's just what makes sense. I uh, I believe it. Yeah. So there there's a lot left to be seen still, but we're taking very big steps forward here. So to to all the people that have been saying it's going very slow, we need this to pick back up because we're getting a bit bored of it. It's picking up. Yeah. You just got to let it build, man. And that that's been the thing with Bray. Everything with him is a build. So 
You just have to be patient. Be but patient. It'll happen. If Vince is coming back, you really need, need to get the ball rolling on this. Not, uh, he's not going to come back. I know he's, he's not coming back. back. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. <laughs> we're just, just going to keep going with he's not coming back. But Yeah, man. I, I love like, this shit. Yeah. You can only go so slow, though. Eventually, you're going to have to do it or people's going to get tired of it and not want to watch it. Yeah. And, and if you don't, like, if you think it's taking too long, like, I can't argue with you. That's That's your frame of thought. I can't change that, but for me, it's fine. Like we're getting, we're getting continuation and shit, and we're letting it build. So I'm fine with it. I'm fine with waiting as long as we get there, and we're gonna get there. We're taking those steps. Trust me. So, uh, and I should just mention that at the end of Raw, there was a there was a segment where uh, Lashley was fighting uh, Seth Rollins for the number one contender for the U.S. title. And Lashley lost, and he he took it out on the on referee Chad Patton, uh, knocked him out, and Adam Pierce came out and started yelling at him, and uh, Lashley shoved uh, Adam Pierce down, and Pierce immediately, like as Raw's going off the air, said that he was fired. But then, uh, and later uh, later on during the week, and I I, I guess. Seeing that that they knew they were gonna get rid of Mandy Rose in real life, they they just posted on Twitter like saying, "Oh, he, he he's not fired." So I'm I'm glad they they fixed that because that would have looked bad on them. Yeah, but I that that's why I hate it whenever they do these firing storylines because then people get fired in real life and. It's just never sat right with me, especially this last year and a half when a lot of releases happened. Yeah. Yeah. Just just don't do those storylines anymore. And it'll it'll solve a lot of the problems that it causes at times. Yeah, I know you can't predict what someone is gonna do and when you're gonna feel like you have grounds to fire someone. So yeah, just don't do those storylines anymore and we'll be fine. So, yeah, pretty good shit on WWE there this week for the most part. I could have waited, like I said, another week for a certain thing, but that's fine. <laughs> it was going to happen. It's the end of the year. We'll deal with it. So, now that we've gone through our moments of WWE, this is where it gonna, where it's going to get really good. So we're going to go ahead and do our moments for AEW, which we were at Winter is Coming and Rampage. Yeah. yeah. So to get it going, here's Johnny. Yes, everything that happened in AEW this week, we were there for. The whole bit. Everything good. Including next Monday's Dark Elevation taping. Which yeah. We did see a 12-man tag match. <laughs> huh. Yeah, we saw a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay, and I, I hope I'm not stealing someone else's moment. Uh, I, I, I might, but y'all can add to it if y'all want. 
Uh, so Chris Jericho, you know, we saw last week on on Final Battle, he he lost the ROH title against Claudio, and in fact, he was the first person that ever tapped out during the swing. Uh, I think it was like thirty three rotations, and he couldn't take any more, so he he tapped out. Which I never I never considered the swing a submission hold until last, it is now until last Saturday. <laughs> But it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Because actually, you know what? And, and spoilers, uh, if you watch the dark elevation, but the same thing happened during his uh, him and him and y- y- Wheeler Yuta had a tag match, and the same thing happened there. The person, I forget who they were facing, but tapped out in the in the swing. So I I I think maybe that might be a new thing that's going on. Which, which I'm fine with it because I've always liked the Claudio swing. But not now that it's being used in this way, yeah, man. Like all that rush rush of blood to your head and just from the dizziness of yes. swing, it, it makes sense that you would tap out. Yeah, it, it's kind of like when, when Lex used to do the uh, – uh, the the move where he put the guy over his head and the torture rack. Yeah, the torture rack. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So now now that Jericho lost the title, now he's, you know, he his mind is not all there anymore. You know, he's distracted mm-hmm. by this loss. So he mentioned uh, early in the night on a backstage segment that he was gonna he was gonna take it out on a quote jobber. And so later on, we had this match between Jericho and a guy who he didn't even, uh, well, he got an entrance, but it was during the commercial. His name was Action Andretti, <laughs> not not Andrade Andretti. During uh, the actual show, I know y'all there, I was, I was watching on TV. When they showed him, when they put up the streamer of his name, it wasn't actually him. It was Jericho's name on his yeah. streamer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. Too. I, yeah. I actually haven't, haven't gone, still haven't gone back and watched it yet, but that's what I heard. So, he didn't even get his name on TV. Yeah. <laughs> until after the match. So, you know, you'd think this would have been a typical squash match, but but it, what, it wasn't. Jericho was having a tough time beating this guy. Action Andretti actually... He kicked out of the code breaker. He kicked out of the Judas effect. And then it, it he was somehow able to hit a hit a shooting star press. And he he defeated Chris Jericho. Now during the whole match, we were all chanting, Let's let's go jobber. And uh, you know, everyone <laughs> was rooting him on. And when when he got the three count, it got the loudest pop of the night. Oh yeah, from the crowd, and 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 that was a, that was a crazy crowd all night. I mean, all the way through rampage. So yeah, so uh, I I have a feeling this this could be the start of, of something new for Jericho. You know, he's where he you know this this loss of. Uh, I guess Claudio is still getting to him, and it's going to cause him even more to, to lose even more matches. 
you know, start losing to jobbers every week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I think that might be the new thing. That'd be a cool uh, gimmick, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Now, as far as as far as action, action and Dreddy goes, this actually goes back to October where where he had a match on Dark against QT Marshall, and Jericho saw him and he said, "You know what? He's going to be a star, so I'm I'm going to put him over." Uh, Jericho made that decision back in October, but then he won the ROH title, so that got in the way. But now that now that he lost the title, he he had a reason to to put him over over. So so good for Jericho, where un, unlike you know unlike John Cena, who buries new talent, you know Jericho he he wants to build new talent. I think a lot of guys bury new talent. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but the, there's when you see something in someone that you know he's going to be a star in the future, you sometimes you have to take it into your own hands. And when you're as respected as Jericho, and when you have someone like Tony that's going to listen to someone like Jericho. You have a lot of pool in this company. So to be able to go to someone and say, hey, I want to put this guy over because I see talent in him that in the future this could be worth it. Not only for him, but for you. This guy is an asset. And that's what Jericho saw in Action Andretti. Because from from what I've again, we were there. We we were calling him. We were chanting "jobber," let go, jobber. It, it was. It was like a, okay. So whenever we went there, we we did meet and greets like always. Johnny got to meet FTR. I got to meet Jamie Hayter. And and you always have conversations when you go and meet these people. They take their time to talk to you. And one of the things I told Jamie is you always know when you're seeing something special, when you're seeing someone get built up in the long run, you can see small things here and there. Yeah, there's Johnny meaning FTR. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, so you always know when something special is happening. But normally that happens within months. Like it, they take their time to build it up. This happened all in one match. Because we we went from chanting jobber to let's go jobber and like Johnny said, whenever whenever he kicked out of, what was it? It wasn't because he never really got hit with the Judas effect. No, I think he went for it, but but he he blocked it. Yeah, he, uh, it was the code breaker. Yeah, whenever he kicked out of the code breaker, that's when the crowd still was chanting Jobber because we didn't know his name. Yeah, but that's when we knew it felt different, man. 
And that's why it, it still caught us off guard in the end when he won. But he won us over that night. <laughs> yeah, and, and we did hear, I mean, well, uh, Justin Roberts did say what his name was, but we couldn't really hear what his name was. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, it was it was just madness that night. So we he, even Jericho during the match was trying to get his name out there because he heard his chanting jobber, obviously. But while watching it back on TV, you could hear Jericho say, "It's Action Andretti!" Like he he was yelling his corner in the name as he was punching him. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, this this kid and with even though some of his moves that he was doing were like your standard moves, we were still going crazy for it because it's fucking Jericho. <laughs> like you you can't just get some guy. I know he's not just some guy off the street, but a relatively unknown person who he's only been wrestling for three years yeah. from, from what I read. Because I, I, I had to do a little bit of digging because I needed to know more about this kid. But, yeah, he's only been wrestling for three years. So to be as talented as he is and to be able to come in on your debut match and beat Jericho, you had to impress a lot of people. And he did because after the show, it was it, he got the all elite graphic. Yeah, he's all elite now. <laughs> so it, it was fucking crazy, man, to see that shit. And then for him to come and jump into the crowd, and you just see me freaking out in the background. <laughs> it was so damn cool, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. That was a very badass moment. And yeah, a lot of people are happy that they got to witness it, not only there, but on TV. I've been I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter. People are being very positive about this guy and they really like them. So I just I just hope they keep the momentum going. That that's all I could ask for. If, if they're gonna make this moment. Make it mean something and don't lose the momentum. So we're gonna have to wait and see what what's next for Action Andretti. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm gonna go over to Drew and get his moment for winning for AEW this week. You know, there's just way too many good moments to pick. There was. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed Moxley versus Sammy Guevara on Rampage. <laughs> I mean, John loves to bleed, getting your earring <laughs> torn out. Yes. <laughs> bleeding yeah. everywhere. <laughs> and I, I, and I like getting, how, getting I, put through a table and still coming back and winning the match. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I like how uh, when that when he started bleeding from the ear, Tony Schiavone brought up the the match that Mick Foley and, and Vader had in in or a Cactus Jack when in ninety four when his his, uh, his ear got torn off during the match. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was my match of the night or week. Yeah, but you know, I hope I hope this all this with, with Blackpool Combat Club and JAS is over because I mean Moxley said it was going to be over last week. It still wasn't over. <laughs> yeah, I I think from what they said, this was the last. Like a little bit of it that they needed to resolve. Yeah, yeah, because I think Moxie and Sammy was like the last match that had had to happen. Yeah, so it it should be over by now. It should be over now. This and, and we be. hope so. And, and yes, just to show you how much Moxley blood there was, uh, they, uh, I, I mean, obviously Rampage is not taped taped live. They took like what like. 10 or 15 minutes to change out the canvas after the match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and look, man, I know people don't like Sammy Guevara. That's pretty obvious. <clears throat> and he, even while they're in the crowd, whenever he whenever he put Moxley through the table when he went off the top rope, people freaked out. Yeah. You can't you can't deny that he's a risk taker and how talented he is. He's always going to put his body out there for for the sake of a match and to have it look good. Even even there in the crowd, people recognized what he did and gave him a little bit of respect for it, but they still chanted, "You still suck." <laughs> like e- even though it, it sounds bad when people chanted you still suck that that's just saying like hey we respect what you did and th- and that's what I've always said you don't have to agree with everything a person does whether it be personal public whatever you don't have to agree with everything if it's if you don't like it that's fine like I I a lot of people, like, we know what the issue is. We've spoken about it before. Just respect what they do, though. Respect the talent. And I, and I saw some of that here with, with Sammy in this match. So I was happy to see that, that little bit of respect put on his name from that crowd. So Is it getting to the point with the you suck that it's actually good? Kind of like angle. <laughs> it's it's not I, angle angle levels of you suck yet. <laughs> but is he getting there? <laughs> I think people are starting to forget about the whole Sammy Guevara drama. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It, eventually they had to. Like people can't hold grudges for because that, that was last year. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell that to some people in my family, but <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> so yeah, I I think it's starting. I think they're starting to forget about why they were so mad to begin with, and eventually you just have to pay attention to what they do in ring and just enjoy it, man. So yeah, I think that's at the point we're getting. So. Hell yeah, man. Good shit from Sammy. Love that shit. Uh, as far as my moment, 
I could go with a lot. I have a lot of things that I loved. I think I'm going to have to go with MJF Ricky Starks. <laughs> yeah. It was a really good match. Uh, a lot of us knew that Ricky, as much as we wanted Ricky Starks <laughs> to win. Yeah, he, he wasn't going to win. We, we, we knew he wasn't going to win. But it was a really good match. Uh, obviously, Max cheated to win. Of course. Which, that's that's what he does. So that was no surprise there. But the surprise was Brian Danielson coming out and chasing MJF away. Yeah. I I like that Danielson came out here kind of separating himself from Blackpool Combat Club a little bit. Who knows what that is going to be like now that Regal is gone. But for him to be going up against MJF for the title, I don't know when this match is going to happen. It's probably, it's obviously going to be a long build to it. But if it's enough time and if MJF has a couple of defenses before that match with some lower tier people. Well, yeah, I, I think Eddie Kingston has to be one of those. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if they put it on Danielson. I could see Danielson being MJF. And I, I yeah, because uh, Revolution's not till the first week in March. So, but I I mean they could they could play it out till till then. Yeah. That's like two a, months. Yeah. Yeah. Two two months from now, yeah. I, I think that's. I remember good... Moxley defended it every week, pretty much when he had it. <laughs> yeah, I don't see MJF defending it every week. I could see once a month, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and I, even like once every three weeks, just so there's like three or four defenses between now and the next pay per view. Like I know they got some special. Uh, Dynamite's coming up in January. They get, you know, they do the, the bash at the beach or whatever. And that, I, I think the Jericho uh, cruise, the Jericho cruise might be a, a, a dynamite this year. So yeah, it could happen on one of those. Yeah. So there's a lot of opportunities there where he could have a title defense, or two, or three, or four, however many they want to do. But yeah, I think whenever he goes off to face Danielson. It might not happen in the first match, but it's definitely going to be at least two or three matches that they end up having because MJF versus Danielson is a big thing. So you're not only going to do it just once. You're going to do it at least twice. So I could see him eventually winning against MJF. But, yeah, even even though this was for the diamond ring and for the title at the same time, M- Ricky Starks put up a hell of a match. The crowd was behind him. Uh, the couple that we were sitting by the whole night, cool as fuck. They came down from Oklahoma because they they haven't gotten any AEW shows down there. So 
they made their way down here for this one, and they chose a hell of a show to come through. Yeah. And That's only a two-hour job, depending on where they're coming from. Well, yeah, depending. Because, <laughs> because I'm, I, I've been to, I've been to a, well, obviously Durant is like an hour and a half away, but then I've also been to uh, East Oklahoma, which is which was four hours away. So yeah, depends yeah. on where you're coming from, but it's really not that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, the la- the last thing I want to say about MJF is. Why you gotta ignore my sign, bro? <laughs> no joke. Yeah, yeah, that same couple, sign, dude. That same couple even let Freddie come up to the to the barricade. Yeah, yeah, we got to talking in between matches and shit. They were cool as fuck, man. So we we got we came to the understanding that in that because his wife had Ricky Starks signs because that's who that's who she was behind as well. So I'm like, all right, I'll make you let let's cut a deal here. How about like you take the Ricky Starks, obviously, because you got his sign. But whenever MJF comes through, if I can squeeze by just so I can try and get some camera time with him, because my sign is pretty badass. Thanks to input from all three of us. Yeah, uh, <laughs> even uh, during the dark tapings, uh, and Dasha pointed pointed a sign out. Yeah, yeah, it, it got pointed out a couple of times. Justin and, Roberts went and pointed out though. Yeah, Ju- Justin Justin Roberts gave me like a what the fuck look whenever he saw my sign, and and to even think that my sign. There it is. <laughs> that it almost didn't even make it into the arena. Yes. <laughs> that story. Okay. So after I, I left all of the signs in the car, in the truck, because I didn't want to take them in there during the meet and greet. You can always go back out, get them, and then come back inside. So after we finished up with our meet and greets, went out to the truck. I... I put our autograph pictures in the truck and got the signs, got back in line, waited to come back in. About halfway through the line, the security guy came up to me and he's like, hey, I need to check your signs. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's, it's, it's what it is. You need to check the signs. You need to check the signs. I don't know why this has never happened to me, but all right, fuck it. I'll let you check them. He said I couldn't bring one sign in because it said Scissor Me Daddy Ass, which is not the only Scissor Me Daddy Ass sign in in the crowd. There was going to be a lot more of them. Yes. So are you going to flag everybody just because it says Scissor Me Daddy Ass? No, man. You're going you're gonna to let that shit slide. And then he wanted to take away my MJF sign just because it had a maxi pad on it. <laughs> and it's like, bro, do you like you obviously don't watch the product because you're like a 65-year-old security guard. <laughs> but it, it's it was stupid. And I, I had to get the people's attention. So here's what I did. Right when he said he was gonna take my signs, I yelled out. Like, all right, everybody, before they take my signs, I need y'all to take a look at this. 
So I lifted my sign up in the air. People started laughing. Then people started chanting maxi pad. (laughs) (laughs) And the security guy just walked away. (laughs) I knew the crowd was going to have my back. So I used it to my advantage. And they didn't take my signs. I wasn't going to let them take my signs. And even, even after then, people... People were coming up to me while we were in the line. It's like, oh, man, let me take a picture of that. That's funny. It's hilarious. It's badass. And even that couple I was talking about that sat with us said that his wife wanted to do something along the same lines, but that she was afraid that they might take the sign away, so she didn't. (laughs) And and I'm like, bro, you got to risk it, man. (laughs) Like worst case scenario, they take it away. But if you're anything like me, you cause a scene and you make the security guy go away. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, it, it was just crazy. It was a crazy yeah. night. So I, I, before we move on, I have a couple of final notes. Props to Tony Khan on getting the getting the rights to the. The old NBA on NBC theme song from the '90s for Winter Is Coming. <laughs> that was awesome, and I, I I get why he did that because he got this best of seven series between Death Triangle and the Elite, and it does feel like a like an NBA playoff situation. Especially which, now, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> by the way, the uh, the Death Triangle they're up three three to one. And with and now Kenny Omega has set stipulations for the last three matches, which, I mean, it's it's obvious we're gonna go to seven seven matches. Oh yeah. So so match number five is gonna be no DQ. Match six is gonna be false count anywhere, and match seven is gonna be a, a ladder match. They're gonna be fucking badass. Yeah. I wish I could be there. I wish we could be there for the false count anywhere match. <laughs> and the ladder match is gonna be insane. And and that that's gonna that'll take place at the LA show. So that LA show is gonna be pretty big because that's also the one where you, you're gonna have Soraya's mystery mystery partner as well. Like Zach says, you gotta risk it for the biscuit, man. Sometimes <laughs> I was thinking of the same match. same line. <laughs> uh, also, uh, I, I should point out that last night, Friday night, my sisters they went to Sam's, Sam's Club, and on their way back, it was probably around six o'clock. They passed by Curtis Cowell Center. This is six p.m. on Friday night. AEW trucks were still out there. And they were loading up the the equipment. Hey, I, man. Two days after after the taping. <laughs> I mean, for all we know, they wanted to like record some additional shit while they were there. Who knows, man? Maybe or I mean, I mean, hey, they're right now. They're only taping one night a week. You know, yes. they don't have they don't have they still don't have a house show circuit. So, so they're not in a big rush. Yeah, their next shows in what San Antonio next week. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. So it's not like they're driving across country. They're just and, going and, right down the road. In fact, I mean, they're they're pretty much staying in Texas. I mean, they were in in Cedar Park last week near Austin. They were here, 
here this week for, for ROH and AEW. Next week in San Antonio, I think there's a, a Houston date somewhere in there. I know yeah. in, in February they're going to be debuting in Laredo, which is crazy because like you're basically in, almost in Mexico by then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you might as well run a Mexico show by then. Yeah. Well, that's Which, where they're trying hey. to get that triple A crowd in, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because they do have the triple A champions on the show. So, yeah. Yeah. I can see FTR defending the titles. <laughs> see that happening. Yeah, yeah man. But, it, but it's like Tony said, dude. You remember when he came out and he said, this will be a tradition. Yes. For them to do winter is coming in yeah. Texas. In Garland. And we know and we know by him saying in Texas he meant Garland. Yeah. Because this is where it's always been. So I'm I'm excited that this is something that we're gonna get every single year. Yeah, and we know it's it's something that we can look forward to, because even though we we've had two winters comings before, this one just felt different. The first couple of winters comings depended on returns. Yeah, last year was dominated by that one the sixty minute match, match Anderson yeah. and Hangman. Yeah. This one just felt different. There was like no chill in this one. Every time we've gone to an AEW show, there's always a match or two in the middle of the card that kind of kind of like levels out and it gives us a little bit of a break before we have to go intense again. And even here, there was no chill. That part would have came during the Ruby Soho Ty Mello match. And we went hard for that match. That that just goes to show how much AEW has worked on their product in these last couple of months. And focusing on mainly focusing more on the women's division. And, and actually, this week they just scored a new hire. They got the, they got a production guy from WWE, which I I can't think of his name right now. But it's the production guy that they said would have taken over for Kevin Dunn. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of stuff that was different this week. That definitely had something to do with it, bringing this new production guy in. So I, I'm excited. For what's going to happen in these next couple of weeks and in the new year, because if if this winter's coming was any sign of things to come, whew, it's going to be a hell of a 2023 for AEW. And if if you want to go see what happened on the uh, the go home uh, segment for the crowd after Rampage uh, with uh, Dustin Rose and the best friends. Go and check out my TikTok at, at, at Johnny underscore from underscore rest lost. I made a video of it and it's, it's starting to get some traction too. So go check it out. Hell yeah. Traction is happening over there. So 
Definitely go check it out. Yeah, man, it was a crazy-ass week for many different reasons, like all the news we talked about was pretty insane. Some good, mostly bad, but hopefully it's shit that is not going to happen because, like we said, the last thing we need is Vince McMahon to be back. (laughs) We're just going to forget that that shit was ever said and that no one... No chance. again. Yeah. Oh great! Here we go again. <laughs> no, but it was it was some awesome shit. So we're happy that this week happened because we tr- we truly enjoyed it. So, like always, just to see how it goes because it's been a couple of weeks since we've had one. It is time to stump the brain. I'm gonna give you a choice. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Do you want 24-7 trivia? NXT trivia? Or Rumble trivia? Royal Rumble trivia. We got oh. options. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it's like choose your death, Johnny. <sighs> let's, let's go for Rumble. Okay. End of the Royal Rumble. The winner, they point at the sign. WWE yes. sign. Yes. Who was the first person to do that? Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> Who keeps up with these things? <laughs> you want a year? Sure. 2008. Oh. <laughs> 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 I know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) He's not going to like it. (laughs) Uh, It's it's John Cena. (laughs) Yes. He started that tradition. (laughs) (laughs) I should have known. (laughs) Hey, you picked the question. I know. Oh, yeah, sure. I, yeah, because I know John Cena hasn't had anything to do with NXT or the 27. <laughs> Knowing Andrew, even if you had chosen you would have ch- one of the other two, he would have tied it in somehow. Yeah. <laughs> 24-7 title. Who's, who does our truth always try to mimic? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to look at this shit, man. I'm 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 outnumbered here. So two two on one with y'all. And and then I got Zach over here saying, Hey look, John Cena. <laughs> John Cena. Woo. Nah man. Look, it, it's it's not for me anymore. I liked him at one point. It, it would have been better if you had a heel turn or some shit like that. I just yeah, he never did. It's it's just well, been kind of started as a heel with the Thugonomics. He kind of started as a heel, but they they have stuck to the same character for so long that it just isn't for me anymore. I need character changes. Yeah, unlike this shit. It yeah, kind of like you know, like the way they you know, I mean. At least you know Roman Reigns changed his character. 
Yeah, and it was her the best. Look how much people love all of that now. Yeah, he was getting very stale. Yeah, he was. And how he was as a face. And you turned him heel, and it's the best thing going right now. Did you ever watch uh, Evil yeah. on NXT? Did you watch the Roman Reigns one? Yes, I did. Yeah. Talking about how he came in as a heel. People loved him. He tried to go face. People hated him. Go back heel. People love him. <laughs> Some yeah. people just can't pull off the heel or face character. Yeah. Look That's at like, the Miz. He can't do a face character. Killers to say. <laughs> MJF is never going to be able to be a full face. No. No. He's Not anymore. Way, he's way too good as a heel. And if if you turn him face, it, it's just not who he is. Right. Like he just has that I want to punch you face. <laughs> that that type of face is never gonna work when you try and be a good guy. So yeah, yeah I mean like and you know, like I, I, I used to say, you know, because when that that old video came out of him on Rosie O'Donnell. You know, I've never wanted to punch a five-year-old. Yeah. Until that video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same here, man. Yeah. So lot, lots of real intense stuff that happened this week. It was fucking awesome. But like always, if you have any questions or comments, WrestleLost at gmail.com, WrestleLost on Facebook, and don't forget to give us a follow here on Twitch. And on our YouTube channel, because we are posting up there on a weekly basis. And we want to continue growing to be able to make more content. So we're working on all, the, on all of that as we go with all this stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how, how this next week comes along. As we round out the year, if anything else is going to happen... I hope not, but it's gonna it's gonna be interesting nonetheless. So, hope everybody enjoys the rest of their weekend, and we will come at y'all next week with our thoughts and all of that. So, until then, hope everyone enjoys the rest of their weekend, and see y'all then. Yeah, uh, next week we'll be coming to you on Christmas Day. Oh, damn right! It's so- it's gonna be a couple of Christmas. A Christmas Day show and a New Year's Day show. So yeah. those are the plans. And uh, our our New Year's Day show, we're we're just we're gonna do our our best and worst of twenty twenty two. So look forward to that. Yeah, there's there's still enough time to add to that list. <laughs> Unfortunately, we will see what happens. <laughs> so see you next week. See y'all next week. Check you later. <laughs>